It's always fun to do stuff like this, you know, just like talking and chilling, especially because uh, like it's, it's, it's our first release in a while. So it's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I noticed that when I was looking stuff up and I mean, everything's I was just jamming like through everything one more time before we started. it, And uh, yeah, I, it all sounds I saw really you sick, followed so. us. I saw you followed us around. So I'm like, OK, let's exchange. <laughs> I followed you on Instagram. <laughs> tight, tight. Tight. So the guys should be in any minute now. I uh, I told them I told them about it obviously, and uh, they should be joining with the meeting link. Okay. But we'll give them a sec. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I was looking through your podcast episodes, and I'm like, oh, he got Eugene Levy on, and I'm like, oh, there's a band called Eugene Levy. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. No, if I could get the actual Eugene Levy on, I'd probably just call it a career at that point. Yeah. Oh, there's the boys. Going yeah, on. How's it going? Yo yo, yo yo yo, yo Jason, you look like you're in a like witness protection program. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm. Uh, I look like I'm one of those like bosses from Pokemon where you can't actually see my face because that's how min- sinister I am. Yeah, I don't know if there's a nuke. A nuke that just went off outside your window. That's what it literally looks like. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this time I traveled virtually, obviously, back to Canada, and I'm hanging out with Arca- Arcane Ghosts. I said that right, correct? All right. Yeah, yeah, so, you did. Yeah. But it's unfortunate because we're changing our name to Arcane Ghosts now. So you can, you can, <laughs> that, that's actually fun. Yeah, very All poor right. timing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, first of all, thank you guys for being on. I really appreciate uh, you guys being down for it. If you just want to go through and kind of say who you are and what you do in the band. Sure. And, you know, thanks for having us on, too. It's nice to get to talk to you guys. Um, I'm Eric, by the way. I drum. And uh, Jason. Jason pl- plays yeah. the guitar and does vocals. And Steven, our main man, slaps the bass. Slap at the bass. He nods, his, singing. he nods his head in agreement, but he forgets that it's audio only. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because I can see you guys, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so you guys have been, you guys are like a, I don't know how to describe it, like experimental, pop punk, <laughs> punk We're, we're kind of all over the place, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, we're all over the place recently. But um, yeah, I think that would be a good way to describe it. I mean, we, we definitely, uh, we're definitely pop punk, I think no one can deny that, but definitely, I wouldn't say we're uh, like conventional pop punk. I feel like we're. I feel like in our latest effort with Butterfly, I think we're a lot more poppy this time around. Yeah, like we we try to mix our share of genres in there. Like it's yeah. uh, like predominantly pop punk. Like that's kind of just the very 
basic term you can apply to it but you know it's you know you bring in the indie rock the alternative rock and jason likes his share of math rock too that he tries to throw in wherever he can and you know yeah little things here and there kind of just like little influences that you kind of give you that definition of being your own style of band and not trying to copy anyone else um because it's tough these days you know with yeah. all the bands all the music out there you have to really try and throw in that little bit of spice to uh differentiate yourselves between one another one another yeah. oh, this thing's already getting to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what are you drinking there again jason it's a uh, georgian bay smash soda um white girl central cottage loving material it's got a big strawberry <laughs> on the front of it yeah it, it does it look it looks good it looks good it's yeah, very good right? sunday breeze you know like i said the weather's yeah. nice starting to get better so. <laughs> and since we're talking about drinks right off the bat uh steven and eric what are you guys drinking today um i'm being a little disingenuous i'm drinking chamomile tea and uh i've really i've i really disappointed everyone today i think with my choice yeah. of drink yeah i'm the only one who is uh respecting the process here i'm drinking uh modello it's a pretty good beer that a good friend of mine likes and you know that is what I am consuming for this uh, this podcast. I yeah. I like Modelo, man. That's a good. Yeah, Modelo's good. Modelo's good. They apparently so they have like the especial and then the negative out, but apparently they came out with a new one, and it's like made in like old tequila barrels or something. Oh shit! So, really? Yeah, it's it's upped in alcohol content too. So like I'm I'm working on trying to get my hands on some. Oh damn! That sounds I, good. Modelo beer bottles this is kind of off topic but they remind me of like the, you know the chubby soda drinks i don't know if it was like a u.s <laughs> thing but like it, it's kind of like squashed and it reminds me of that because i used to drink those as a kid yeah it's definitely you... a unconventional shape like it's it's, yeah. it's it's definitely a little chungus it's, it's a little tick it's a little tick <laughs> just a little tick um so how'd you guys come to to be together to form uh the band um, I mean, we, we've definitely tried to explain it throughout bios, but like, I, I kind of like explaining the whole truth. Cause it's like a little, it's a little like uh, serendipitous, I guess. Fucking it started. Yeah. Hold your seats for this one. It's going to take an hour to explain. No, it started in 2015 and I was in, I was going to see an old band I had played in perform. And Jason at the time was going to that, was at that same venue playing with his old band. Yeah. So I remember, I remember meeting him there for the first time when he was in his other band, and uh, I don't know if you guys want to check it out, so I won't say the name, but uh, Triumph Over Adversity, and um, woo. yeah. And then after that, since Jason was in my mind at that time, when uh, I'm always on Eric's mind, by the way. Always. <laughs> when he when he made a Facebook post that were looking, he was looking for a new drummer. I was like, well, might as well just contact him. So once that went through, then we started a new band and. Left yeah and from like my perspective of everything um pretty much like eric told us that he was interested in joining another band um and at first we were like oh you know that's cool but like we got to see what we, he can do right and then he, i think he covered one of the songs that we already recorded i i auditioned and, i'm pretty sure i think i yeah, took a video he auditioned of he took a video of him playing one of our cover songs and after we saw that we're like yeah this guy needs to be our drummer he's sick yeah and then after that just kind of um we kind of just uh you know went through our fair share of bassists yeah <laughs> you know um Guilty. 
Yeah. We're known we're known as the bassist killer band. We just kind of <laughs> like murder all of our previous bassists. Yeah. Yeah, anyone who becomes a bassist in our band suddenly disappears months later. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> we're Steven... like the Bermuda Triangle of bassists. <laughs> <laughs> Steven's actually um Steven though uh, was one of our first bassists though in the band. I and, was, um, yes. And you know, we doing uh just starting as a, a new band, you know, you have the the kind of growing pains of like different members leaving and um you know we we were fortunate to find Steven. He he took a break and then he came back because um you know we make good music and I'm happy that he's here. It's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, Steven, you want to tell us from your perspective uh how was it for us coming to you and your story? Well, I mean, I won't share my whole personal story. It's what's, more about the band, I guess. But what's like, your, what's um, your no, no, dream? not your not your birth, not your birth story. I'm talking. <laughs> that, I don't started. have time to hear that. That's like twenty. I don't know, like twenty three years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost twenty five actually. So I'm, you know, oh, never mind. Quarter, quarter of the way to hundred. There you go. Um, but yeah, so like I, uh, I don't know. I guess I was just kind of looking for another group to play in. This was around May 2016. I think they they put a add up in a group or whatever on facebook and i was just like yo i want to play with these guys and, and you know like for those first few months that i was in the band my my prior tenure um it was just a lot of fun and you know uh, some good music was being played lots of fun with uh, the three of us and another guy who was in the band too another guitar player david and you know it was just a lot of fun and then i guess during my my time away i left to to play in a different band um i guess jason and eric and they just kind of slowly up their uh their game writing you know better songs and just constantly outdoing themselves yeah. and got Stephen to was Stephen was the one who got away and then we were like please Stephen come back and then he came back yeah the timing kind of worked out with that because <laughs> i the band that i left for i had left them like early 2020 and then eric was like want to fill in for us and i was like yes and this was before COVID. So around the time you joined we were getting ready to do shows and stuff and then like the first show one of the first shows we played with uh with Stephen was actually our last before everything got shut down. Yeah, it was like um, February 2020 or March. Yeah, 20, yeah, early March, late February. At the Bovine and, um, Sex Club, I always yeah. remember that venue because people turn their heads yeah. at it and they're like, "Where would you play? Did you get a sex club?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Stephen showed up in a full cow onesie. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It was the greatest thing ever because it wasn't even a Halloween show. <laughs> No, it just. I'll, I'll, I'll tell the story about that actually, because yeah, um, like, weren't you weren't you hot in that thing, man? You were like very, very hot. You yes, sweating head to toe. Yes, but it's all part of just kind of uh, you know putting on a good show and just having an aesthetic that you know people are going to talk about. So the the story with just kind of wearing that uh, costume kind of came. It was like October 2016 where I actually played a Halloween show there, and the cow costume was kind of worked and. And then the second time I played there when it was like not a, a Halloween related event, I was just kind of like, why don't I just keep wearing the cow costume? It fits the, the name of the venue and it just kind of stuck. <laughs> okay, Michael, if you saw if you saw Steven, if you saw us go play and Steven arrived in a cow onesie, what would you, be your f first thought? I'd be very confused. I'd like, I wouldn't even know. Like, <laughs> that was my reaction. <laughs> I'd be like, is this guy really going to play a whole set in a cow costume? Like, did you wear it? Just for yeah, the set or the entire night? I think, no, just the set, I think. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I put it on for the set, then take it off after because that's okay. just kind of. Yeah, no, if you, wore, if you wore it for the whole night, I'd be like, 
You good, kinda, man? You good? <laughs> oh no, like it's it's drenched in sweat good, once man? the set is done. So like, no, I just, that's when you're like, like put you know, a hand on his shoulder. It just man. <laughs> you just put a hand on his shoulder, be like, "Got milk or something?" Or <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. I don't get all that uh, sexual. Yeah, with it. that wouldn't we've, be. We've ideal. had our uh, we've had our fair share of uh, weird shows and. Um, yeah, that definitely that one was was a good show, but it was just like I remember just seeing the cow costume, and be like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but yeah, see, makes it's the sick. show memorable. Just yeah. kind of reinforces definitely my did, uh, that's for sure. Reinforces my logic for wearing the costume. Yeah. Now, for for you guys, were you, when he decided to put that on for the show, were you just like slightly regretting letting him back in the band? No, no. at the same time you're just like well he plays Uh, really good bass so oh yeah but we are like look if he's gonna dress in the cow suit he has to he has to play really good bass and honestly steven's the best bass player i've ever known i'm being 100 percent. oh man hands down man hands Hands down down. you'll 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 play a note and he's like can you just you know can you can you transpose uh can you Okay, eighth transpose fractionally, the and then you start losing the thought, the train of thought. Yeah, or he's like, yeah, that that's that note that you just played is from the Mesozoic era of music, and you're like, what? I think I that's think their it's... way of saying I know music theory. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the most trained in music theory, as you can as you can clearly see. Or here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the pentatonic transposition of my favorite eighth octave on the seventh. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It's crazy. Well, at least cool it... to be a musical Jedi. Yeah. Uh, well, it obviously worked out because, I mean, everything sounds super good. Um, which, with uh, Stephen coming back, I'm guessing you were part of the the whole butterfly process or was that already something that you guys had in the works beforehand uh it's funny you mentioned that yeah a little 50 50 i think yeah because um because uh you know we've had like our fair share of uh member member ins and outs so changes yeah we were we were working on that song before uh steven came to be and um when he joined then we picked it back up and then that was one of the first songs we recorded but um yeah, maybe I'm getting a little too ahead of myself, but we also recorded some other songs as well that we plan to be dropping sometime this year, probably. Oh, yeah. So, you know, where we're definitely yeah. excited for you guys to hear what else we got in store, because I think, you know, keeping in line with uh, how we usually put together an EP, we uh, we definitely go all over the place with our influences and style. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Yeah, we love having that factor of, like, you know, when you listen to our music, like, if you go through the discography, like no song is going to sound the same. We always try and throw that little bit of extra spice or, or difference, mm-hmm. whether it's like in a chord change, a chord pattern, the key of the song, just different all the time, different, right? A lot of people always just want to hear different sounds, different tones, different, you know, genres of songs, different vocal melodies, all of the above. So it's always nice to kind of mix it up and have that factor in there. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, like like you mentioned, uh, with different changes, especially going with the the last EP, um, Human Interface into Butterfly, like there is a big difference, human, but human interference, it's a good difference, 
Did I <laughs> screw that up? No, it's all good. So no, you uh, did. You did screw it up though, right. but it's all good. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, but yeah, butterfly sounds great, and uh, I'm stoked to see what progresses from this and keeps going forward, especially with how you guys mentioned like uh, some new releases later this year and stuff like that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, we are too, because um, you know, especially nowadays, being in a band is hard because uh, essentially, you know, you got one whole thread of income taken away from you like playing shows and uh yeah you know it it, it feels like we're we're kind of starting uh i to to sound cheesy a little bit a new chapter really because this a is a new chapter yeah we <laughs> yeah we we had lost a member uh i think in 2019 and then for a little bit it was just me and jason so yeah we, and we were like contemplating whether we we're gonna do a two-piece thing did you say contemplating? Like, contemplating. <laughs> so, um, contemplating. No, so we were saying, like, me and Eric were actually going to be like, okay, so Eric, you play two instruments, and I'll play three <laughs> instruments at the same time, and we'll become a band. But we, um, qu we quickly found that we still need a bassist. Very hard, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be death from above. There's like, there are a good two-piece I could think of. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, there's also uh, Cleopatra. They're a solid duo. Oh, yeah. Turn drums. Isn't that... Yeah. It, aren't yeah. these bands all from Toronto as well? Mm. Isn't Cleopatra from... No. They, they are. Or, or yeah, like Cleopatra's from, like, Kitchener. Oh, my hometown. They're from somewhere in southern Ontario. I can't necessarily remember where. They might even... No, I, no I'm thinking of a different band. Uh... I was going to say Coburg, but that's... that's I do think I that uh, Death From Above is from Toronto. They're from... Uh, yeah, I remember them hearing they were from Saga or something. Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing. Well, at least you don't have to worry about trying to do the two-piece since he did get uh, Steven back. Um, oh, yeah. Is there any he... hinting to what we can see in coming up in the future? Uh, I mean, we... we. I don't want to, like, say a date yet, but, like, you know, you're going to have something new soon, I think. Okay. Real yeah. soon, I think. And uh, you know, you, I hope you I hope you guys are gonna get a good dose of Arcane Ghost because we're gonna we're okay. gonna give you some content this year. So that's it's always fun. Yeah, I think our issue right now is uh, like figuring out what do we do like in between all the like, you know, whatever singles we're putting out, like to have like supplementary content to kinda stay relevant in the social media world because you know, uh everyone's just posting everything and it's kind of like you know a whole out of sight out of mind kind of mentality so it's just kind of like at least every band i'm thinking right now like without any shows happening in uh you know yeah. where we are at least you know it's just I, all about getting stuff online like as much yeah. as you can i think we should uh introduce uh band cheeseburger reviews so we, go, we all go to mcdonald's and we all just grab a burger and then we just do some like asmr shit where we have a mic and just like very moist it's very Yo, delicious I, I, i'm gonna defer to mike i'm gonna defer to michael on this one is that a terrible idea i think that's a terrible idea i i don't think it'd be Come that on, bad michael. maybe the asmr be might be a little bit much but like be honest. You, know, <laughs> but you know you'd watch it no michael's on my side jason he's not on your side yeah, but he knows. He knows deep down. He knows deep down that he would watch something like that. <laughs> I probably oh, would would waste my time and watch it. Yes. 
Yo, I'll be straight. I'll be straight up with you. Jason seems straightforward now, but if he if you ever go to McDonald's with him, just wait until he starts ordering his McDoubles. Oh my God! Here we wait go. until he starts ordering his McDoubles, his with the patty on the left side, but the pickle on the the seventy fifth degree angle. And make sure to add seven mayos and then reduce one of the tomatoes, and his order goes on for so long that I'm just like, get the fuck. I went to one drive-thru with Eric, and all I did was ask for a double cheeseburger, no onion, no pickle, add mac sauce. Like, that's not... Oh, no, that wasn't all it was. You were like, no pickle, no onion, add mac sauce, remove the mac sauce, add the pickle back on, lick the pickle, put the pickle back on. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I'll I'll weigh in a little bit. It's kind of... It, it, it's you know J- jason's telling the truth but eric does add a good point that he, he jason gets very elaborate with uh, his mcdonald's orders yeah i'm just i'm, I'm kind of che- I'm, I'm just exaggerating i mean when you're a mcdonald's ambassador like i am you have to you know give the give the give the mcdonald's a little push you know when someone thinks they're thinking of getting kfc you're like no 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 you want a mcdouble right now you don't want kfc chicken <laughs> You're hoping McDonald's is going to see this and sponsor us. I don't think, I don't think we're going to get sponsored. I don't need a sponsor. McDonald's for life. To give some context, I I worked there for five years when I was younger. And I was like, I love my job. So I love McDonald's. (laughs) Oh my God. McDonald's is so cute. That's an inside <laughs> joke that no one will understand. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. I think this drink's getting right, right. Let's wrap it back around. Yeah, let, uh, let's save so, us, please. So the name of the ba- All right. So, <laughs> the name of the band. How did you guys come up with that? Honestly, um, a lot on- of thesauruses and. Um, yeah, we just had this idea when we found out the word arcane and like the meaning behind it. Um, at the time, it was kind of relevant to how we felt in the local scene, which we still kind of feel the same way. It's like we're kind of like unknown to everyone. And like we wanted to have that name of like arcane ghosts being kind of like unremembered ghosts or like unremembered, you know, in, in a sense. So it'd be kind of cool. We were talking about one it sounded nice on the tongue two it just kind of like it it felt like the right excuse me it felt like the right um i'm looking for the word here the right name to use because it reflected uh the where we were in our position at the time and um yeah i don't know i think eric has something to add i mean honestly uh i i I'll be probably a little more like uh, blunt, blunt, but I, I could really, uh, I think arcane ghost to me is just the name for the vehicle behind our musical vessel. Pretty much. Like, I think, I, I really don't think it has any meaning to me, but I do like Jason's meaning. And what, what, what's cool about it is like anyone can inference what they want from it. Cause I'm not too particular about band names. I'm, I'm more of a guy who thinks like, as long as uh, people can like spell it, uh, then you should be good because the music is what matters the most. I think because the band the band name won't really. I think make everyone. Break you, but like yeah, the music every, will. Everyone it just has to sound cool. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. every everyone's subjective to what they want, right? Like there could be a cool band name, uh, but the music shit, or it could be like the opposite. It could be a really really weird band name, but the yeah. music's sick. You won't really care what the name is. You're still gonna listen to the music. Yeah, as long as like if you say it, people know like how to spell it and search it up. I think that's that's fine. And uh, yeah, that because uh, I'm kind of a uh, I I kind of I have a stickler for band names sometimes. But yeah, yeah. Like if you named your band like We Are the BJ's, and like you know, people would be BJ's. like, people would be like, this is such a weird name, but the music is sick. You're not gonna be like, okay, we're gonna stop listening to We Are the BJ's because what? you know. Like... Is the Blowjobs a band name? I think the Blowjobs sounds like a cool band name. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure it's been done. I'm gonna search it. Yeah, there's probably like some like. Be careful what you search Wait, somewhere. Guys, I have something to report. <laughs> There's no job called the Blowjob. There's no band called the Blowjobs. <laughs> we can make a band called the Blowjobs. <laughs> There's probably a reason why there's no... You probably wouldn't get any radio play. You probably... Well, could they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would kind of hamper your success. Yeah, could they not? The I don't think they could... Can they they can't say your name. name. You wouldn't be able to see your name on on radio. Could they not just say blowjob? I don't think so. I know radio has yeah, like specific think. things they can't say. You definitely could not say blowjob on radio. Absolutely not. There you go. <laughs> if I if you can't say the word, I think what is it? Like, damn. Can you say damn on the radio? If you can't say the blowjobs, you definitely can't say damn. Yeah. <laughs> I think cool. There, I think I remember from like listening to to the family friendly versions of Eminem as a kid. I think like anything that's even like slightly uh risque, they just edit out. So damn for sure. It's I like when they it. it's like when they played that new Cardi B song on the radio, they bleeped out pretty much like half the song. What was that WAP? Yeah. It was just so, like, like yeah. and I like What's that? Puss and that's the song on the radio because all of it is, is pretty right. much yeah and the beat behind it and then you just hear like you got that <laughs> take a bucket and a mop and i haven't even listened to the song but it's probably like and i have a as pretty much yeah. <laughs> but yeah don't mind our tangents we're just being silly yeah. <laughs> that's fine it uh, shows so it shows how the band really is yeah, yeah. honestly our this jokes is... are really dumb and the dumber the better as dumb as it can be <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah michael where uh where are you from exactly like i just know you're in central time but uh that could be anywhere yeah anywhere, so, so i'm in minneapolis minnesota oh really okay cool yeah so nice. that's yeah. Is that like the the Canada of the states? I've I've heard people are very friendly and nice there, and your accent is very similar to the Canadian. Yeah, uh, you hear a lot of people say that like Minnesota would easily be like Canadian if they could be, uh, <laughs> just because everyone's so nice here. Um, oh yeah, which, you guys are like kind of. I can see it. You guys are kind of up there. I have like my knowledge of states, the location of the different states is horrendous. I'll tell you something for the until like two months ago, I thought the White House was in like Washington State. <laughs> really? 
Okay. I was like, okay, so it's probably over there. And then I'm like, oh my god, DC is a place. What the hell's going on here? Why do you guys have like a, a state the size of the Vatican City? Okay, so we're definitely not going to let Eric drive in the states then, if we ever go. On <laughs> guys, we're going to guys, we're going to the White House. We're we're on the West Coast there. <laughs> it's on the opposite coast. No, that's. I mean, I. I don't expect anyone outside of the U.S. to, like, know. There's people inside the U.S. that don't even know where all the states are. So, like, for having someone from Canada not know, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I wouldn't know how to get around. I actually didn't know how to get around. Uh, we did, like, a mini run, and we went to Toronto, and I was like, fucking someone figure out how to get us there. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm driving, let's just go. Oh, so you've been to Toronto too, eh? Yeah. We played nice. at some, like, a uh, vegan coffee shop downtown. Oh, it sounds like some some Cupford and Kim type business or something like that. There's so many of those like trendy oh. places with vines on the walls and they're like, welcome. Welcome. Would you like to buy a leaf for twenty five dollars? Welcome, here's your coffee. That's twelve dollars, please. That might have been uh the bistro, I think. That's I know that was Oh like yeah, it was actually. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Oh wow, nice wow. guys. Look at this. I've guy. I've played there before and uh I think must have been a couple years ago now it uh, shut down. But, yeah, it, it kind of rang some bells. I was like, oh, I think I know the place that is. So, Michael, if you're from Minnesota, yeah. do you know the band uh, Tiny Moving Parts? I know of them. I don't know them personally, though. Oh, no. I wish I did. Wait, you don't know them personally? On a personal, <laughs> no. soul bonding level? <laughs> no, you don't know what kind, of, what kind of food they have for breakfast? Eggs and beer con. <laughs> Eggs and beer con. Wait, I was just talking about Toronto makes me think back to this one time. I was outside on the street and like it was late at night before COVID and these two guys were walking up the street and they're from the States because they were like, yo, we're from the States, which I thought was weird for them to say to me. So I, I was like, <laughs> oh, hi. Okay. And they're like, yo, do, do you like, do people actually eat poutine here? And I'm like, yeah yeah and they're like should we try it i'm like if you want to and they're like thanks and then they left and i'm like what the fuck are these two people doing <laughs> they're gonna get themselves killed they're gonna be like is this the poutine place and it's just a random back alley entrance oh sick. <laughs> i mean so I poutine get... is more uh smart quebec thing but i mean you know it is somewhat popular here no it's pretty popular like smokes poutines everywhere in toronto Mm -hmm. true quebec poutine is like actually like incredible though that's oh, a whole other level so poutine. good man yeah. their cheese curds and like oh sorry i'm going off about food again nah michael if you ever get the chance to you should try it because like that's the one culinary difference i think we have and be at least that i'm aware of also it's yeah poutine. like i've had like states versions of like poutine but like to have a Canadian poutine, that's, I feel like, a whole other level that needs to be had. Yeah, the cheese curds are where it's at. But that gets me thinking of just differences between Canada and the U.S. in general. Because we have milk bags, and you guys would probably be like, milk bags, what the fuck? But legit, <laughs> yeah. shitting you not, in the third grade, they would come, if you, like, had a milk card, and you are part of the milk program, you are like, oh, sick, I get my milk. So they come by, <laughs> and they, they literally just slap down, they slap down this, like, fucking bulbous bag of like chocolate milk and then they give you a straw and you just poke it and just suck suck it on your your your, your desk pretty much 
And it's yeah, just so really... Eric, Eric probably went to like a to like it's... a rich white school because for us our milk program was, oh, you want some milk, and they give you like this tiny ass, tiny ass box. They give you just put it on your desk, and they're like, here's your milk. Did they give you a box? They gave us a box. They literally just gave wow. us like a little like ba bulbous bag. I don't think that mine was more fancier than yours. You could afford boxes. <laughs> you know what mine was? It just looked like a sack. A sack on my desk. Frank from. Do you want a chocolate sack or a vanilla sack? The chocolate oh the chocolate sack is probably the tastier because the the vanilla one was just pure milk and it was just gross. And before and like it's a good thing no one was lactose intolerant back then or that classroom would have smelled so bad. What do you mean back then? Lactose intolerance wasn't like an invention in twenty <laughs> people were still lactose intolerant. Yeah. I got cartons. Invented I think I'm kind by... of the happy middle. <laughs> yeah, Stephen had a normal upbringing. Yeah, we had like little milk cartons that we would get for our lunches and stuff. Yeah, you you had a normal upbringing. <laughs> oh yeah oh. nice well yeah i'm in the states obviously it was normal yeah yeah for sure I mean, yeah, yeah of course <laughs> they can't see that but we just did some finger guns okay <laughs> <laughs> uh but honestly you know what the weird thing is though um ontario is the one of the only provinces that actually does bag milk so if you go to bc it'll be like it's all cartons because they don't they don't do that and i actually don't know why ontario does that it's the i think one of the only provinces i think quebec does it too i'm not 100 yeah. sure on that like more of the eastern side of us do it but still though it's weird well welcome back to uh you know milk with bands um let's get back <laughs> in a couple other things here can we can we rework the intro song to be milk with bands <laughs> Instead of the the beer can yeah, cracking can open, instead of the beer can cracking open, we it's just have like Eric a sticking a straw through his bag on his desk. What does that sound like? Yeah. No one's gonna know what that is on the on the podcast. He's gonna be like, they need visual aid. I just can't go like. <laughs> Welcome back to Milk Sacks with Bands. <laughs> Eric, yeah, let him ask his let him ask his question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so I was going, I was like looking through your guys' music, music videos before we got together today. Music? I just got to say like the music video for, uh, I don't want to like screw it up. So I need to find the name again. Oh no, it's okay. Hold on. Is I don't want to be made fun of. Summertime? Uh, for... <laughs> no, for rooftops. It was like oh, a giant rooftops. party. Like that would have been. That was probably like one of the funnest music videos to do. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, that music video was crazy because it was like my best friend. She messaged. She told me at work because I worked with her, and she was like, "My friend's having a party, and she needs some music for like the party, right?" And I like brought it to Eric and our guitar, our bassist Matt at the time, and I was like, "Hey guys, like, what do you think about playing this?" And then at first, like. I think Eric was a little weary because he's like, uh, I don't know. Just because like, we had to rent our own PA system and all that. So I was thinking like, yeah, is it worth yeah. it? And um, yeah, you know, for the music video, though, it was because then you just like, well, I mean, like, to shoot, a, shoot a music video as well. Yeah. And like, I think um, 
we also gained a lot from it too because like the fact that we played at the party um i remember going back the next morning to the same house because a lot of people wanted to buy merch so it kind of worked half and half for us but yeah shooting the video itself was so fun like yeah the water they had the water slide they had the the pool they had like so many different like elements that just like really added to the video and like even to this day like sometimes we still get asked by fans if it was all like staged and it's kind of cool just mm. telling them like no literally we got one of our best friends rob rob to come and shoot the day and just create like a music video off of it and he did a fantastic job and really encapsulated like literally all the highlights of that day and night one shitty thing though i was quitting smoking at the time and no one smoked so it was like a really bad time for like that 10 minutes when i needed to smoke because i was <laughs> you have one and then they would be like no <laughs> oh, well i mean in a way that's that's also good i mean that's better know, for you yeah, yeah. well healthy I, I mean i think i have to thank uh weirdly enough the 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 pandemic for helping me quit my smoking because then I just never had to go to work and then, you know, people don't offer me smokes and then I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's done. I guess that's that. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. Well, I mean, from my perspective, from an outsider, that video did look like a lot of fun and it turned out really well too. So, you know, mm -hmm. it looked like you got the best of both worlds there. Good party and a good video. Yeah. I was sunburnt for a while yeah. after that one. Uh, but the butterfly video actually was that that was a that was a good one to make too and from a quality standpoint that's probably the best one that we uh we had ever put out so you know um yeah we were really happy with how butterfly video turned out because um it was really i think it was really well received and uh it, it looks great i think like just comparing in terms of what we've done in the past we're i think the, the, that's probably our best music video now for sure yeah the quality and like even just the the way we shot it and everything and the vision of the videographer like it all just came into play and i think it was actually one of the first music videos we've ever done a lot of planning for normally we would give like maybe about a couple weeks time difference to the videographer but that was actually like a really planned out music video and it was nice to kind of like always have those meetings and talking about an idea, expanding on the idea, talking about props, getting everything in order. So when we came the day of shooting, it was all just kind of fell into place nicely, which never happens. But yeah. it was nice we're, to see that one happen like that. We were definitely thankful to be able to uh, record that one too, just indoors and everything. So it was, it was, uh, we were really glad it worked out, I think. Yeah, for sure. And I, I guess I got a shout out, uh, Alex McFarland for shooting that video. Trenches Media, the Trenches Media. Because he, yeah. he did, yeah. If it wasn't for him, like man, we it still would have been a it still would have been a banger music video, but he wouldn't have been doing it. So, uh, what probably less of a banger? It'd be more of a, a bang, bang e video, not a banger, you know. A bang, a bang e, <laughs> a bang e. There's just an element missing. You know, someone's, that one letter. someone's standing outside of a corner store, tapping their foot. Like, That's a bangy. <laughs> this, is, this is such a bangy song. That's bangy. And then every Zoomer looks at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Literally. No, but uh, for everyone listening, definitely go listen to Butterfly and go check out that new music video. Uh, it's like they're saying, it's super well done. And... Uh, 
if I enjoyed it, I'm sure everyone else will enjoy it as well because it's, I mean, it's a great tune and stoked to see what's coming next. Um, but as we transition here into the last half of the episodes, uh, what this is the point in the in the show where I normally ask, do you guys have any weird, fun, terrible, exciting, or just downright crazy uh, show stories, tour stories, or anything like that? I I oh, think no. I think yeah. I do. I think I do. Can oh, I? So wait, should I should I do should I do the one with the Canada's Day? Should I do that? Should yes. I should I name drop or no? Uh, I, I wouldn't name drop. Wouldn't just trying to drop, okay. But just say so, exhibit uh, A. I you know what I I'm not gonna name drop, but I won't hold back my opinions. We had a pretty terrible bass player at a time, and um, <laughs> out of respect, I won't say his name. But we had a really big show on Canada Day, and it was with. Uh, uh, some other bands, uh, pretty big bands in the scene, actually. I think Rarity was there. But um, we were playing, and uh, this is back when we were like still uh, kind of starting out, I guess. I'll, I'll be generous, but we really were in all earnesty here. We were playing, and we started the song, and but for some reason, the bass player's tone or something wasn't right, so he was going over, and he was like fiddling with the knobs, like, oh my god. And like, this is when we've I've already started the song. Like I looked at them, we all did the nod as you do, you know, and we started playing. And so he couldn't get his tone right. He's like the nubs. So he went over <laughs> to me, and I guess this is the best idea he could come up with. He went over to me, and while I'm playing the drums, right, I'm playing the drums. I'm going to hit the ride cymbal. He, he stops my hand from playing. He just grabs it, and I'm like, and like the whole band just stops playing, and I. I wish I could say that it wasn't the worst experience it being in a band, but I think that was. And you know, fun that fact. definitely was, because like, we had to start over. Here's a crazy fun fact that probably no one knows because we never said it, but Rooftops was literally a song based off of this experience of like literally shitting yourselves on stage and not knowing what to say. As a front man at that point, I just kind of looked back at Eric and <laughs> I looked back at the basses and I was just like, I'm sorry, what what the hell just happened? Yeah, and I'm mean, like, I we, couldn't even say technical difficulties because there was no mic screeching. There was no guitar input out. <laughs> I was literally just like, so yeah. Um, we, we definitely gave him a spanking after that show. We were like, you do not grab my hand when I'm drumming. But... He didn't last too much longer in the band because of that, yeah. honestly. Yeah, so. it was, um, yeah, that was probably the worst. Another funny one, though, like I would say is pretty funny is we played a, <laughs> we played a show in St. Catharines. It was the first day of our weekend tour to promote human interference. And we played in St. Catharines. And I remember like the crowd was decent. I think it was like a Friday night or Thursday night. And um, this one lady in the back, I don't know what kind of drugs she was on, but like after every single song, she kept yelling at me, take your shirt off, take your shirt off. And I'm like, I looked at Eric, I'm like, I'm not taking my fucking shirt off. But I said, yeah, no, you should take your and shirt off. And then he's like, no, no, just take it off, man. It'll be so cool. Like, just do it. And I'm like, I'm not fucking taking it off. So then we continue the song. And then somehow this lady finessed the whole entire crowd. <laughs> take your shirt off and then eric's just like i mean if everyone's telling you to do it you should probably do it then i brought out the man nipples and it was a good show <laughs> wow 
But yeah, it was just like it's crazy how that one lady influenced the whole crowd. It was yeah. just like at first it was just her being really weird in the back, and then all of a sudden everyone chanting it. I was like, yeah, this is so, it's weird. so good. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's so many stories, man. Like I could share another one if you got time. I'm down. Okay, so wait, which one should I say? There was that time that there was like this one is is not as funny more just like crazy but like we were outside the show and it was like it was we lo just loaded in and like it was getting near the time where people would be starting to arrive so like we were all outside and we were just chilling and there's like some man and this is toronto downtown so like you get some weird people now and then and like there's this man just coming by and he was just like mumbling or something and then he started to talk to us and i'm just like at the same time, I don't want anything to do with you, but I'll just be like courteous and be like, okay, cool. Hey, man. Okay. Bye bye. But as soon as I gave him like one ounce of um, <laughs> uh, attention, he, he looked at me and like I, something clicked, I guess. But then he just went full Nazi. He raised his hand, like as you would do. And he just did a, uh, he yelled HH in the middle of the street. And like at the time, my the bassist was like, "Okay, yeah, okay, you're coming with me." And like he just pushed him down the street, like, "You're gonna, okay, you go, bye bye." Like it was crazy, just like Nazi Jeez. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, the world is a scary place, and you don't even know who's like next to you half the time, what kind yeah. of person they are and shit. Yeah, Canada's Canada's majority like nice people, but like we still get the crazies, obviously. So yeah, yeah. you could say that for any place, probably. Yeah, I mean, there's like a, yeah. we have like a, a famous homeless dude who like patrols down at Young and Dundas and he just screams Jesus at people and hands them <laughs> pamphlets. He's like, Jesus! And then you tr you're you like stunned because you're like, don't know what to say. And then you just <laughs> grab whatever he's handing you and you're, you just don't know what happened by the time he left. That's I his think tactic. That's, I think that's the believe guy. Like he, sh he shouts like, oh believe yeah, he's like, believe! believe! Yeah, I've seen that guy. <laughs> yeah my friend got a selfie with him actually he's like oh you're the guy and he's like yeah and then he took a snapchat and my buddy literally told me he said believe and walked away <laughs> oh my god yeah crazy some real characters yeah mm -hmm. steven do you got any stories from your time doing shows and stuff uh, yeah, I got a few. I'm, I was, I mean, I was kind of thinking about it uh, while uh, I guess Jason and Eric were sharing their experiences, and I'm just wondering like which ones I should say, which ones like I should just kind of maybe. Don't well, don't say anything you wouldn't you wouldn't say on TV. That's yeah, a good point. I don't know. I mean, I can speak in general terms about like a couple things. Like, there's, you know, like you you bring up like kind of crazy people, or there's like. Uh, like with one of my prior bands, like we did a, we did a couple of shows with this, uh, this one band that doesn't exist anymore. And like the front man was just kind of like, a. will I'll just say he wasn't a very bright person and just kind of, I mean, it needs a bit more context, but like our third show, like he was just kind of really, he was basically really pissed at us and just kind of like, he unplugged like our guitar, our guitarists, like guitar during the set. And then he kind of like threw like a pretty solid tantrum. Whoa. Like he was I had never heard of this. Uh, Me I, neither. I'll, yeah, I'll maybe Jeez. elaborate about it like for like another time. But um, 
yeah basically like he was trying to uh he was trying to basically pick like after the show he was trying to like pick a fight with uh with like my band's front man and keep in mind my front man is like a really small like filipino guy and this this person trying to fight him <laughs> is like like my size like six two like like no heavy set guy and you know i had to kind of step in and be like you know this this isn't happening no you can't do this right like yeah um and then i don't know a little more lighthearted thing like uh i did a jazz show like several years ago and like it was it was with like my old like jazz teacher and you know there's like an audience of like all of his like students and stuff and like i had my charts laid out on the floor and there was this young kid in the the uh the front of like i guess toward where i was playing he was kind of like rolling around in my charts and like it was kind of cute but also like i need to see those kind of things <laughs> <laughs> wait wait can you put those back up please i need to see those charts <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm gonna play section thing. 13 when i should be on section six yeah so i mean that's kind of just the scope of the general you know things that i've seen you know other than you know there's like a, the occasional gig where you'll have like a you know you'll have gear not work properly or you know an amp shuts off mic not working you know your, your bassist but... your bassist grabs your hand when you're drumming <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, exactly typical, you know just the little things local show yeah, yeah you know every musician's gonna come across those the more gigs you play not everyone's gonna be perfect i know this is kind of going off tangent but like you know we just it, it just feels nice because we've just been around for a while and you know all those stories we're, we're bound to have some more like those but we were uh we we started out in like 2016 around there pretty much and it, it's just crazy how much we've grown like we're we're still we're still not huge in our scene, but like we're at the point where we're just really thankful to have like an audience and a and a fan base. And uh yeah, we we're just really excited to put out some more stuff for everyone and uh, you know, keep it going because I think we have so much fun making these songs for everyone and uh probably wouldn't stop doing it if someone paid us to. <laughs> probably, but it depends what the offer would be. <laughs> but yeah. Just uh just uh just thankful, I guess. Yeah. Well, I feel like those are those are solid words uh, that Eric just said to, to kind of wrap us up on this episode here. Uh, mm. Definitely go check these guys out. It all sounds sick. Sick things coming in the future. Go check out uh, the new music video for Butterfly as well. Um, before we fully take off, do you guys have any last words, shout-outs, words of advice, or anything like that? Yeah. Um, Never drink from the milk sack. Um, <laughs> um, shout out to Anton for helping us produce and record these new songs that we're going to be dropping. Uh, shout out to Chris Crummett for mastering these songs. Shout out to Alex from Trenches for doing an awesome job with the music video. Shout out to Jordy for assisting for the music video and creating um, the design that we had in our minds. And... Um, yeah i mean shout out to the fans for listening and we got more coming so don't sleep i'll also say you know to anyone in a band that's listening you know just just have fun with it you know enjoy the journey you know you may not you know the vast majority of people may not you know see a whole lot of success or you know tour the world or whatnot but you know sometimes it's not about that sometimes it's just kind of jamming tunes with your best buds and you know if you find some kind of success then you know all the power to you yeah yeah um and if people are looking for music merch or anything else related to you guys where can they find it 
Um, they can go to our website, arcaneghost.ca, and uh, we're online on all pretty much uh, streaming platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and uh, you know you can keep up with us uh, pretty closely on our Instagram. And um, yeah, you know if you want to check us out, please please come yeah. by. And if you want us to play your virtual daughter's quinceanera, we're also available for hire. Wait, virtual daughter or like virtual quinceanera? No, virtual quinceanera. <laughs> this is my this is my daughter. She's virtual. <laughs> Maybe thirty years from now, something like that'll happen. Right. What do you mean? That's already Dude, happening. Real daughters are way too much work. Virtual ones, though. Aren't 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 those waifus? Aren't those like virtual wives or like? I don't even, I'm not even gonna go into it. Wait. You're asking okay. the wrong guy. We we had the perfect ending of the podcast and we're derailing it again. No, right. I feel like I feel like that makes sense. Uh, so, thank you one more time uh, to Arcane Ghost for stopping by. Um, as I always say on these episodes, if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of Beers with Bands, feel free to reach out. Uh, I got the email on the Facebook. Message me through Facebook, also on the Twitter and Instagram game because I feel like follow me on there. I feel weird doing it because I'm old. Uh, and other than that, uh, thank you again one more time for stopping by and uh, being on an episode. I really, truly appreciate it. And Yo, thank I thank catch... you, man, for having us. Thank you. Oh, man. Thanks course. for having us. Yeah, thank you, Mike. It. And uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. All right. See you. Cool. Take care. Thank you.